0: in the previous paradigm, the war on terror paradigm, everyone is a suspect terrorist. You might be a secret terrorist and therefore we have to be invasive and we have to do this and that and, and the other thing. But in that case, at the very least, there is some sort of, at least people acknowledge, there's some sort of conscious intention there. Oh, that's a bad person who wants to do bad things. and perhaps you can convince people, no, I'm not a bad person. I don't want to do bad things. They're just using that label on me. But in this case, now that it's this biological paradigm, you may be an asymptomatic carrier of this virus that you don't even know. There's nothing whatsoever going on in your head. It's just that you physically exist in the world and they say that you are an asymptomatic carrier of this virus. And maybe they do some sort of swab test or something, but there are false positives involved in these tests. So, yeah, you got the virus. Really? I don't feel any different, but you've got the virus. So now you have to be locked up. Oh, okay. I better do that because I don't want to, I don't want to kill a 91 year old, which is, you know, the vast majority of people dying here are over the age of 60. I mean, it, it, there is something really deeply disturbing about the way that this entire war on terror framework that's been laid out for the terrorists is now going to apply to asymptomatic carriers of a virus that you don't know. They just do some swab test and tell you you've got a virus and they thereby can take away any semblance of, of rights or due process of law or any of that. It's absolutely crazy.
1: This is Dan Dix here, reporting for Press for Truth. And I think it's safe to say at this stage in the game that we are now living in very unprecedented times. The powers that ought not to be are completely crashing the global economy right now. And this is happening in ways that many of us could never even have imagined. Right now, there are entire countries on lockdown, martial laws being initiated in various places around the world, strict quarantine orders are being carried out. So the question now is not whether or not the government is overreacting or using this pandemic to clamp down on the civil liberties of its population. We know that that is now the case. The question now is, can we come back from this? And joining me on the line right now to help us understand this very important and difficult question is our good friend, James Corbett of the CorbettReport.com. CorbettReport.com uh, Corbett is the website. James, thank you so much for joining us here to talk about this today. I, I want to get your views on that that, that very big and, and serious question, can we come back from what we're currently seeing today? But before we get into that, maybe you could touch on a little bit on your views of this global reaction to this global problem. Do you, do you see this as something that's playing out, as something that looks like it's being planned ahead Uh, had pre-planned before the problem itself. Um, What are your thoughts on that and your your reaction to this global reaction to the pandemic?
0: Well, so for people who haven't seen my recent coverage on this, I would suggest they go to corporatereport.com slash MML2020. That's my Medical Martial Law 2020 episode where I show that, yes, there has been not just a plan, but multiple plans laid out for exactly this type of scenario, not only over the past decade, but the decade before that even. Uh, for two decades now, the all of the quarantine laws and forced uh, vaccinations have been quietly laid behind the scenes, and now we're starting to see them really, the rubbers meeting the road in, a, as you say, a spectacular way. So yes, there have been plans laid for exactly this type of scenario, and the usual suspects have been behind that and of course by this point i'm assuming everyone knows about say the bill and melinda gates foundation and the five-year-long at least uh, pandemic pr campaign that essentially bill gates has been on um, pimping this idea of this global pandemic that's going to strike and he's more scared of this than anything else and we need this and we need that and he's been writing editorials in the new england journal of medicine and giving ted talks and doing vox interviews and using his billions of dollars to fund various uh, vaccine programs and of course to help sponsor the event 201 in october of 2019 where they gave out their little plushies of coronavirus to all of the attendees to commemorate their live simulation of a coronavirus global pandemic yes i mean there's 18,000 data points that we could point to but at the end of the day i'm not going to sit here arguing with someone who believes that this is all well maybe it is all natural okay i can believe in a universe without contradiction in which this all just naturally occurred because pandemics do occur from time to time the point is they were very well prepared this. And it should not be surprising, as I say to anyone who has been paying attention for the past couple of decades, that the globalists and the people in positions of power would use this type of crisis to forward their agenda in every single respect, all at the same time, clawing all sorts of powers for themselves, as well as tanking the global economy. But don't worry, the Federal Reserve and the the US Treasury is here to inject trillions of dollars of liquidity. And oh, by the way, they might use this to to create digital wallets, to create a a centralized digital currency that people are going to have to use to accept the stimulus money and just craziness after craziness. That shouldn't be surprising. What is surprising? Even to me, as someone who has basically been writing and talking and thinking and preparing for this type of scenario for over a decade now, the thing that is surprising is how quickly and how easily seemingly 99% of the public has been transitioned over into this. So that, yeah, of course, of course, there's total lockdown. Police will arrest you if you go outside without permission, all of this. Of course, what's, you know, that's exactly how you should handle this. This is a good thing. And social distancing and uh, how dare you get within two meters of someone? Oh, you horrible. It's crazy to me to see the reaction from the public to this and that people are going along with it and jumping on board with it. That's the scary part because as long as there are humans who are resisting and are putting up a fight, there will be hope for liberty in the future. But if people go along with this, I don't know how we ever come back from that point.
1: What do you think that, that societal reaction is coming from? Is, is that based on the the all out fear state being pumped out by the mainstream media? Or is it just kind of uh, a word of mouth and this is sort of how these things spread? Because I'm experiencing the same thing. We walk around the streets and, you know, I half expect to start seeing people point at me and go, (laughs) every time I'm standing within two, uh, you know, five feet of them. Um, Just the other day, we tried to pay for something in cash and they looked at us like we had the plague and, uh, you know, uh, people all over the place are starting to do this. We went into a computer repair shop the other day and I asked when the guy's going to be back. And the The kid says to me, "Um, sir, everyone's self-isolating these days right now, (laughs) Uh, you know, with his eyes closed like that. It it was absolutely ridiculous. And it makes me wonder, how did this happen so quickly, as you said? And so what's your what's your views on that? Have they been prepped over time? Was it the movies, you know, Contagion and Outbreak and 12 Monkeys? I mean, why are they reacting like this in your view?
0: There definitely have been preparations over a long period of time. But this is also the most coordinated and concerted propaganda campaign that's hitting from every angle simultaneously. And it's being rolled out in a very, in a very smart way. In, in some ways, if you are a societal controller that wants to clamp down on the public, clearly a population like the United States, over 300 million people, most of them armed to the teeth. You're not going to come in with military that's gonna blow people's heads off in the streets and control you know, the entire populace that way. That's never going to happen. The way you get it to happen is you get people to cheer on the police for arresting those damn quarantine invaders. It's the social control that they get us to apply to ourselves that is really the scariest part of this. And that is uh, that can only be affected through concerted propaganda from every angle. And we see, of course, the the sort of celebrity culture of this that's promoting all of this. And uh, it was so disappointing. I mean, everyone sees this from all different angles. But today I see, oh, Dawes has a new single or a new song out. Let's check it out. I'm a big Dawes fan. Let's see what they're doing. It's a song. Stay at home and he's recording in his living room, you know, stay at home, save the world kind of thing mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's just every every aspect of it You couldn't avoid this if you tried and I've heard from some people even in my audio audience So like I live out in the middle of nowhere and I you know I hunt fish and I, I don't need anyone for anything But even I I'm starting to get concerned about this because you can't avoid this and that's the point point. And that's really the point going forward from here. Where does this go from here? again, this this current freak out will come and go there will be another side on the other end of this but the changes that are being made right now are just laying the groundwork for the new normal the new world order you might say that's coming into view which will involve some form of uh yeah okay no don't worry the vaccine will not be mandatory we will not physically Mm -hmm. inject it into you it's just If you if you don't have your digital certificate that Bill Gates was talking about in his Reddit AMA recently to prove that you've had the vaccine, then you won't be able to enter government buildings. You won't be able to ride public transportation. You probably won't be allowed in most stores. You won't be able to do this or that. You certainly won't be getting your stimulus money, blah, blah, blah this is how the control will be manifested going out from here, and that's the most insidious part of this, because again, most people will be 100% on board uh, with what's going on. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, let's get back to the fundamental question of whether or not we can come back from this. Um, Do you think at this stage in the game we are now in this post-coronavirus world where everything is essentially different now, and we won't really be having the same kind of freedoms that we did before, much like a a 9-11 event where they were able to use that to slowly strip away people's rights, invoking it here and there to take away your rights at the airport or or what have you. Do you see this as playing out as a, something similar to that?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't want to say similar. I don't want to say in parallel. I guess it's an extension of that. The way that I see this is that it is essentially the same paradigm but extended further. Because in the previous paradigm, the war on terror paradigm, everyone is a suspect terrorist. You might be a secret terrorist and Therefore we have to be invasive and we have to do this and that and and the other thing But in that case at the very least There is some sort of at least people acknowledge. There's some sort of conscious intention there Oh, that's a bad person who wants to do bad things and Perhaps you can convince people. No, I'm not a bad person. I don't want to do bad things They're just using that label on me. But in this case now that it's this biological paradigm You may be an asymptomatic carrier of this virus that you don't even know. You, there's nothing whatsoever going on in your head. It's just that you physically exist in the world and they say that you are an asymptomatic carrier of this virus. And maybe they do some sort of swab test or something, but there are false positives involved in these tests. So yeah, you got the virus. Really? I don't feel any different, but you've got the virus. So now you have to be locked up. Oh, okay, I better do that because I don't want to, I don't want to kill a 91 year old which is you know the vast majority of people dying here are over the age of 60. I mean it, it there is something really deeply disturbing about the way that this entire war on terror framework that's been laid out for the terrorists is now going to apply to asymptomatic carriers of a virus that you don't know. They just do some swab test and tell you you've got a virus and they thereby can take away any semblance of of rights or due process of law or any of that. It's absolutely crazy. But again the most deeply disturbing aspect of all of this. I fully expect that is exactly what any authoritarian power structure in the world would do tomorrow if they could get away with it. But how do you get away with it? How do you convince the citizenry to go along with this? Exactly what we're seeing right now. People are goose-stepping into this willingly.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the announcement of this digital dollar coming soon and then them having to kind of take a few steps back and say, okay, we're maybe not going to necessarily do that Something similar in Canada happened. They said they're going to introduce a new stimulus package, but then people noticed there's some sweeping powers there to to print money forever and taxation to death, and they said, no, we don't want that. So they pulled back and said, okay, maybe we won't just be doing that. But they still talked about it. It's now in the minds of the masses, so that doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to be coming forward. Uh, do you see uh, some of that happening as well, where they kind of precondition society for some of the things that they're going to dislike and they're about to do By kind of saying, well, we might do this. Oh, you don't like that door and we won't do it. But then later down the road, they end up doing it because they say, look, what's going on? We have to do it for your protection, right?
0: yeah of course and the obvious parallel here is the uh, trying to claw away at uh, internet online uh, the online censorship bills of various sorts that have been forwarded over the years the sopa and PIPA and fosta and sista and acta and whatever else they're whatever four-letter word they're coming up with today and they keep doing it and keep doing it now it's the earn it act and all of this stuff trying to take away encryption trying to take away Uh, any semblance of freedom online. And they just keep coming back over and over and over and over and over and over. And it never stops year after year after year after year until they can get something forwarded. Because yeah, you might defeat the first time it comes up, but you will probably won't defeat the 37th time it comes up. And that's the point. And yes, exactly. All of these crazy things being forwarded in this time of emergency and panic, exactly as in October 2001, during the height of, Post 9-11 scare and the anthrax scare passing the Patriot Act and people years later going, you know, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Maybe we shouldn't pass emergency legislation like that that will completely upend our way of life and our, our country and everything on the basis of a panic that we're in the midst of. But then the next time there's a big panic that we're in the midst of emergency legislation, everybody, let's get get this done. We want martial law. And now you see the resistance. Come on, order a federal shutdown, Trump. Come on, we want you to take more power. It's it's just, you couldn't write stuff this crazy, Uh, but it's happening right now. And so, yes, whatever is being forwarded right now, yeah, some of it will get through, some of it won't. And the stuff that gets through, of course, will never be taken away because those rights once given to the government, they will never give them up. They will never take that back. And then whatever doesn't quite make it through this time, do you think this is going to be the last pandemic panic? You think once this particular round of panic goes away, we'll never hear about this again? Or do you think it will be every single year for probably the rest of your life, they will have updates about, oh, there may be a novel virus cropping up here. Oh, they have to shut down this city. Oh, there's coming back. This is the new paradigm, and we are going to be living with repercussions of what's happening right now for decades, and they will never stop trying to take these emergency powers that they're they're floating the ideas right now, but this is just round one, and we're in a boxing match, and usually you don't get knocked out in round one, but, you know, good luck trying to stay around for round ten.
1: Well, what do you think the next couple of rounds might look like? Because it seems to me that the people's fears – of this virus are going to subside and they're eventually going to turn into anger and and a a great deal of frustration for the way that this has been dealt with. And once they start not having their paychecks show up from being canned from their work for the past few weeks, they're going to start really feeling the effects. And this could cause more panic buying, more runs on uh, guns and maybe even a run on the bank. So, I mean, do you see this getting worse before it's going to be getting better in, in the coming uh, weeks and months?
0: Oh, absolutely. No, uh, I think the economic effects of this, I mean, are going to be absolutely disastrous. Um, and to a certain extent, this is just the trigger event for something that was going to happen. The Ponzi game was uh, going to come to an end at some point. Um, this is apparently the way they're pulling the trigger on it. And there are there is no going back from this. The worst part about this is knowing Knowing deep down that a few years from now, when we are in the depths of absolute economic despair that has been brought about by the absolute lunacy that we've seen playing out in the past few weeks, uh, I know that there will be all sorts of hand-wringing at that time. Maybe we overreacted. Maybe we shouldn't have shut down the entire world economy over that virus now that people are dying in droves because of their absolute poverty. And it'll be too late at that point. It already is too late. I mean, even if this disappeared tomorrow, how are you going to restart everything? Things have been changed. And that, unfortunately, was the point of this. And people are going to look to the same places for their solutions. Come on, government, come on, deliver something from on high. Some sort of digital currency that comes magically into our account every day. All I have to do is take this shot. Awesome. Yay. Mission accomplished.
1: Yeah. Well, James, you've been warning people about this for over a decade and a half. And perhaps now people are listening and I, I hope they are. So if that indeed is the case, what sort of advice might you have for people moving forward, especially if we are in just phase one of a multi-phase attack here, let's call it. Um, if we are about to see the next wave of this uh, you know, clampdown, the next attempt at gaining another step towards the one world government, the total control grid, the cashless society, what do people need to know today? before things get too crazy when they're paying attention now because, uh, you know, things are getting crazy. What, do you, what 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 sort of advice do you have for people now who are just now starting to pay attention?
0: Well, absolutely everything that I have said uh, about solutions and the way forward has been magnified by a thousand with light of this emergency situation, which has always been the case. I've always been talking about the way out, the solutions that we have on the table and yeah, it, it may be small today, but you you start small and you build it up because by the time the crisis happens, it will be too late. Well, now we're in the middle of the crisis, and people are maybe more receptive to these ideas, which is unfortunate because it is uh, it's you, the time to start was the day before yesterday, as in several years ago, let alone today. Um, but I, I would highly suggest people go to corberreport.com and just type the word "solutions" in the search bar and look through the dozens and dozens and dozens of articles and videos and interviews that I've done over the years on various aspects of the solution, which I think you can put under the broad category of decentralization, because what is happening right now is an absolute centralization of power and control in the hands of the government. They want control over every aspect of your life, including your ability to leave your own home. Again, you couldn't have even said this a couple of months ago and gotten most of the population to even contemplate the possibility. Well, here it is. So if you want to exist in a world where you don't have to rely on some government to provide you with stimulus money so that you can squeak by, the only solution is Community organizations, freedom cells, uh, 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 agorism and trading amongst neighbors through community currencies and alternative currencies and cryptocurrencies and precious metals and not just one or, you know, A, B or C. No, D, all of the above, all of these things, guerrilla gardening, farmers markets, all of these things which you should have been building up over the past several years when you know there's a problem coming. Here is the problem and here is why. The only thing that can make us get us through this, other than some magical handout from the unicorn government that's going to have a few strings attached, is to have community structures in place, to have a community of some sort. And community can be virtual. And I think there is good aspects to having an online community that can support you. But also, of course, physical, geographical community that you can actually physically interact with and transact with, which will be the only way, again. In the future assuming we head towards this digital central bank currency again might not happen this week but it it's coming and they're prepping you for it when that happens and you have to have your 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 i took the vaccine bracelet or whatever it is in order to transact with people well the only other way to get around it will be in these community organizations and, and currencies that you have fostered that are decentralized and that's it that is the solution and it is Most people don't want to hear it because they would much prefer. Oh, someone's going to automatically give me money in my account every month Hey, great problem solved, but um, That's basically forsaking your humanity because the further we go down that road the more we are nothing but tax cattle to the uh, the controllers
1: Absolutely, that's some fantastic advice I couldn't agree more that we are the solution to this current problem because I see this very much so in, let's say, like uh, 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 you can can show it like a pyramid where the top uh, tier of control does come from the top, but it's we, the people who make up the base of this entire system of control. And it's when we realize that. And when enough of us down there who make up that base, step outside of that system, say, you know what, thank you very much. We don't want anything to do with you anymore. We'll just take care of ourselves. Well, what starts to happen is the entire system starts to, come crumbling down. And so that indeed is my end game uh, agenda here. So I want to, once again, thank you for helping us break this down and understand the implications of this. Um, where can people go uh, to learn more from you right now? And uh, give us out that link again with the solutions. Was it corporatereportcom slash solutions?
0: Go to corporatereport.com. type solutions in the search bar. That's probably the easiest way to do it. I also have a word cloud on the side where you can uh, select the cloud uh, words uh, Or if you want to see my latest work medical martial law, for example I'm about to do one on the economic situation and what's about to play out So just go to corporate and please go to corporate report.com. I'm on youtube and and float and mines and other places But corporate is the last line of uh fight against censorship once that gets censored well, that'll be a different ballgame altogether, but I'm assuming that uh, our ability to spread information like this on controlled platforms like YouTube and What have you are are numbered as, as I know, you know And as I know a lot of your audience knows so get in the habit of physically at least bookmarking some of the sites of the people that you visit because who knows I, I know one of the agenda items uh, that's coming along here is Cracking down on misinformation and disinformation about the coronavirus online because that's the infodemic that we have to be fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's part of the the l- l- language that they're throwing out right now. So please go to corporatereport.com. Please go to pressfortruth.ca. At least know our websites exist because uh, that will be the last line of defense.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well said. I know they're they're going to be uh, flipping the switch on on YouTube uh, very very soon and uh, dealing with. What they call misinformation but it's really just weeding out the dissenters and those who go against the status quo uh, so that's definitely coming so as james suggested guys go to corbettreport.com. make sure you uh, subscribe to his newsletter there uh, you know uh, contribute to his efforts there and uh, you can do the same for us here at pressfortruth.ca as well it's greatly appreciated so once again james thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today man thank you we all want true true Section.